Hello, and welcome to the She Flourishes podcast, a weekly soul-stirring conversation that lifts you out of the funk and into the flourishing life, so you can live life as the best version of you. I'm your host, Brenda Jasmine. For the past 11 years, I've been coaching women and leading personal development workshops as a speaker and mindset coach. She Flourishes is an extension of those workshops and conversations and is designed to help you create the flourishing life that you were meant to live. Let's get started. Hello, we are halfway through the summer here and I have a very special guest with me today to talk to us about what we can do to slow down this summer. So I have my dear friend, Renee Walker, back for a second time on the show. Uh, Renee did an episode. She was episode number three, talking about discovering your soul's purpose. And she's back today to talk to us about slowing down this summer and her summer slowdown challenge. So welcome to the show, Renee. Thank you so much for having me. And I I feel so, um, I'm just so happy to be here. And um, I don't know if it's the right word to say, but I feel proud of everything that you've accomplished. I know this is how many episodes? Where this will be episode 40. 40. So that's just incredible. So I just want to start by congratulating you and just the incredible work that you're putting out there and you're changing lives, helping people with this podcast. So it's a real honor to be as a part of the initial, I remember it was like the first ones you had when we had recorded our uh, episode, you hadn't launched it yet. So it's, it's just a pure joy to be here. Yes. That's thank you for coming back. And yes, it's been, and we're about to start season two. So this is really exciting to have you back on after uh, you were here for the launch. And for those of you who have not, who have yet to listen to episode number three, that is one of the most popular episodes on the She Flourishes podcast. Uh, everyone loves that one. So if you haven't had a chance, well, listen to this one and then go back and, and listen to episode number three with Renee. So Renee, for those of um, our listeners who don't know you, um, can you just tell us a little bit about your background so people know where you're coming from? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so I own a virtual wellness company. It's called Renee Walker Wellness. And I offer meditation, yoga, and some spiritual coaching programs. So I would say that um, I'm all about just really reconnecting to ourselves and finding those ways where we can, you know, we live in a world that is so busy and so hectic. And so finding the ways to just make ourselves a priority again through these different modalities that I teach, but also just encouraging people to find their own ways of slowing down and reconnecting. (laughs) That was my my tie in there. (laughs) Yes. Good segue. (laughs) Segue. That's the word. Good. I feel like we need to do an episode together on brain fog. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Don't slow slow down so much (laughs) that you you forget what you're saying. That you forget what you're saying. Yeah. So I'm I want to talk. I'm excited to talk to you about this slow down summer challenge because you started this, I think it was the very beginning of July, if or correct Mm -hmm. me if I'm wrong, end of June, beginning of July. Mm-hmm. And so I, um, I remember when you first talked about it, I was like, oh, that sounds amazing. Slow down summer. And I'm going to just, I was thinking I'm protecting my summer. I'm going to savor my summer. Um, those of you who've been listening and following along um, as of September, I'm going to be an empty nester. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to like savor all this time with my kids. And um and you and I, Renee, we always we've learned over the years that we used to, we would say, "Oh, I'm going to do all these projects in the summer." But this year, I was like, "No, I'm not going to take on too much." Um, 
And here we are halfway through the summer and I feel like I'm failing the summer slowdown challenge. <laughs> so it's good you're here because I have not been slowing down. <laughs> and yeah, um, so I need you. Again. I need you. I need your help. <laughs> and our, I, I'm sure there are people listening who, you know, maybe you've already signed up for Renee's slowdown challenge or you're thinking this sounds like a good idea. So this is a good checkpoint. And so maybe some people are thinking, hey, yeah, I've, I have slowed down and it's great mm -hmm. and they want to keep doing it. And then um, maybe there's some people like me, if they're being honest, um, are realizing that, oh my goodness, the summer's flying by and I, I have not slowed down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're definitely not alone. And I've been uh, in the same boat. I remember after like two weeks and like, I'm failing at my own summer slowdown challenge. So yeah. I understand the feeling. And this is where for me, I feel like the summer has this really interesting energy because Part of it is that we want to socialize, right? I think naturally that we just, we want to be outside. Our summers here where we live are so short. So you want to take advantage of being out, seeing people. At the same time, I know for me personally, I would always like put some projects in the summer. I don't know why I always think that the summer is when I'm going to get my garage organized, my entire house organized. And then work-wise, I have these projects that I feel need to be done because I haven't done them yet and I want them to happen before the fall. So I end up putting a lot on my plate in the summer. And it seems to happen every year. And every year, I think after like, why do I keep doing that? Because it doesn't feel good. It just feels like I failed and didn't accomplish what I wanted to accomplish. So for me, this summer, it really was about letting go of the shoulds, like the stuff that I felt like I should be doing in order to catch up, because really, that's what it is. It's like catching up on, on things. Um, never mind that we still have all of our regular stuff that we're doing. So it's kind of like, how can we let go of those shoulds and really just fully embrace the energy of the summer, which is one where naturally we are wanting to slow down, socialize, be with the people we love, enjoy the weather, and kind of make that a priority and less of the being productive a priority. I do believe like we have seasons in our life and there's a reason for that. So really kind of embracing that energy is where it, it came from or the idea behind it. And I so resonate with that, Renee, where it's, it is, it's like maybe because I'm I'm, I have such a full plate. I think, oh yeah, I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to organize all my pictures or right. Organize the baby books. <laughs> organize. I'm going to do all these amazing projects. So is it just us or do you find like other, you know, some of your clients or, or other people struggling? Is this our personality that, you know, um, the A type personality <laughs> or, mm. um, or is this, I, I guess there's been people are responding to this idea of slowing down. So maybe we aren't the only ones. No, we're definitely not the only ones. And I think, you know, the added mix to it is that, you know, especially for moms, the summers are different in that, I mean, you and I have older kids, so we're not in a position where we're, you know, having kids at home or juggling, you know, younger kids, which that was a whole other time, which I remember. Um, so I, a lot of my clients and students that I'm talking with are struggling as well, because they have less time to themselves, right? The kids are around, families are around, there's just more going on. And they're finding it much harder to find some time for themselves. While as normally, when we have more of our routine going, we tend to be able to carve out sometimes um, more intentionally, but the summers often for us feel like we have no control over our, our time, even though it's fun things. It's not like we would change anything, but at the same time, you just feel like there's, um, you know, just more going on and it makes it a little bit more challenging to be more quiet and introspective and do all of those practices that maybe you're able to do outside of the summer. Such a good point, because when we're out of our routine, it really, 
It really does make a difference. And yeah, like having, you know, my daughter's home from university and, you know, my son is here and, and they're work, they're they're both working this summer. So they're on, you know, different schedules. And so it is, it's a different routine. It's different, you know, and, and yeah, for people with adult kids, maybe, yeah, they're home and you're making more meals or, you know, having more people around. And and I think too, like what I struggle with, Renee, is that. I feel like it's a lot of good things are happening, right? Like getting invited to people's cottages and going out to the movies and and barbecues and the socializing, like it's good. They're all good things. And I feel like I'm running from one thing to the next. I feel like I go out, I come home, I throw my things down and I'm, I'm off to the next or on a zoom call or a business meeting or, and so it's, it's um, not having the time in between. And so I think you and I, you were talking a bit about the misconceptions people have. Like it doesn't mean that we're we're stopping what we're doing. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm not sure. Do you have any advice for me like this going, like even though it's maybe that's what's hard is that I have, we have more good things. Like we're trying to fit in the weekend getaways. We're trying to fit in the the gatherings with friends and do some of our, our regular stuff and our, we're out of our routine. Yes, no, hundred percent. And I do think that it's important to recognize that slowing down is a mindset. Just like, I believe that busyness is also a mindset. So it's not as much about what we have to do and how many things we have to do. It really is more about our approach in how we are going to do them. So we're not taking things off our list. And as you said, for many of us, we're actually adding more things to do because now we have more of those social engagements and all things that we want to do. But it's how am I going to choose to show up in those moments? And so I really do see it as a mindset as opposed to uh, an actual quantitative, like, oh, I'm slowing down means I'm doing less things. I'm slowing down means I'm taking an approach of being just more intentional with what my priorities are, what's important to me this summer. And so sometimes I feel like part of the stress that we add in in the summer is that we're kind of, as you said, we've got all of our things. Now we're adding all of these extra social things and golfing and tennis and all whatever it is. If you get to do those things, it's wonderful. But you're adding those things to your plate still ex- still with the expectation that you're going to continue with everything else. So I do find it sometimes helpful to just take a step back and to look and to say, what's important for me this summer? What do I really want? And if spending time with your kids who are home from school, that's your priority, then embrace that as your priority and maybe release some of the other things that you're feeling the pressure to have to do. So it really is simply about being intentional with where you're going to spend your time with and how you're going to show up in that time. And I remember you and I were together, hopefully it's okay that I share this story, but we were together um, this summer for a few days where we had gone away and still kind of doing a little bit of work here and there. And I remember like you got this, you know, email and you're working on, you know, something. And this is where it's like one thing like that can kind of trigger just a sense of like, oh my gosh, now I need to sit down and I need to do it and I have to address it right away. And I have to feel that kind of rushing sense of this needs to be handled now. While for me, I thought you did a brilliant job because you're like, okay, all right, I feel what this is triggering in me. And I recognize that it's okay for it to be delayed a few days and for me to really still take it take advantage and be fully present in these in this short amount of time that I have. To me that's an example of slowing down. It's not that you're not going to do it, it's that you're intentionally making a decision to shift it to a time when you can be present with that and really just stay in the moment and what's important to you with whatever you're doing. And in that case, we were just away um, enjoying some time with friends. So 
those it's in those small moments like i find slowing down happens in the small moments it's not that you're doing less things it's just in those moments when you feel the external pressure of all that you have to do all of the shoulds that are piling up it's just taking a deep breath recognizing what's happening and really coming back to what's important to you in that moment or beyond yes yes and i no problem at all sharing that story and and that's exactly what happened and and it you know for that moment it's that i think part of it is it's the you know what are the expectations of other people mm-hmm. and i think um and it's also setting boundaries when you're you are away and on vacation so i was proud of myself i did remember this time to put my out of office alert like, you know, a vacation alert on my email, which I don't, um, being an entrepreneur, right? Like that's often what people do in big companies. But when you have your own business, sometimes you think, can I do that? And then I thought, no, I'm going to put an out of office alert. So part of it is, um, I think realizing that, okay, I am intentionally going away and slowing down. And so setting the boundary and realizing, okay, I can wait and I can address this when I get home and that's okay. I need to give myself this, this, that was very conscious. Like, no, I, I'm not going to address that. I am going to slow down and I am going to stop and savor where I am. And all of that stuff will be there when I get back from vacation. So 100%. I think, you know, it's, that's maybe, I guess that's maybe more than a mindset. That's also maybe some ac- actions that you can take, like putting boundaries in place. Yeah. And um, are you okay with, you shared a story with me about, um, that I found really helpful, an example of someone, you know, that, cause I was, you know, we were talking earlier and I was saying, I don't know about this slowdown challenge. I'm not really sure I understand what it is and what it means. Um, and you shared a really, I thought really great example of, of this whole mindset shift and, and, and a shift in how we do things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we had some guests that had, um, stayed over and they were kind of on on their way from the states to another city here in Canada so they stayed over and um for one of them it was like their first time in Canada and we're talking about Niagara Falls and how you know it's one of the seven wonders of the world and they were so excited to see it but then originally it's always how we do things, right? It's always a rush of how can I get to where I need to go in the fastest way possible? And it was a long drive that they were taking. And then all of a sudden they started to get excited about the idea of going to visit Niagara Falls. Why not? We're here. And But it was completely out of the way, right? Opposite direction, and then it kind of just we had that conversation with that conversation of like slowing down means sometimes just taking the long route and really doing what it is that you can to enjoy to infuse joy right you've been talking mm-hmm. about infusing joy prioritizing joy and sometimes that requires I don't even think sometimes, I think most of the time it requires slowing down, stepping away from the busyness and the rush of like, I'm here, this is where I need to go. And what's the quickest path? You know, the the slowing down, the prioritizing joy, I think comes from like, no, I'm going to give myself the time and space to be fully present and to enjoy the back rows, to enjoy just not, you know, being in that moment. And uh, it's in those subtle things that we can do that all of a sudden, it's so much more enjoyable. But most of us didn't grow up that way. I know, certainly for me, it was like, all right, pack your stuff. And we're, you know, whatever road trip we're on, we're getting there as fast as we can. And, and we, we never stop to really kind of take it all in. Mm -hmm. And, that really is life. That's what enjoying life is. It's all in the small moments. It's never, it's rarely the big ones. I mean, yeah, it's great when you get to your destination, but it is about the journey, as they say. 
It truly is. And mm-hmm. I know um, my brother-in-law as the, a master at this, he's really good at, you know, instead of just the getting from point A to point B, he uh, he's very good at finding like along the way. And so then my sister, you know, they, they'll often be like, oh, we're going here and there, but we, you know, we did a little side trip or we stopped at this other place along the way. Like, and they'll, they'll look ahead, like, what are some places that they haven't seen before that they can scope mm. out? And, and, uh, and they just, they really make, um, you know, and, and they've, you know, driven out East and, you know, they'll stop. And I remember when I drove my daughter out to Halifax, um, you know, there were a few places that were out of our way, but we were like, you know what, let's, this is a long journey out there from Toronto to Halifax. Let's find, um, let's enjoy the journey and let's find some places that we can stop along the way. And, you know, we'd never been to Quebec City before. My daughter hadn't. So that wasn't really fully on the way. Um, there were faster ways to get there, but we stopped and and just had such a great time. And that was one of our best memories was, was mm-hmm. stopping along the way. So, so yeah, part of it is... Um, yeah, why are we like that, right? We do this point A to point B. So I love that just thinking about, um, and I love that, you know, the whole idea of, yes, stopping in Niagara Falls, like we don't have to um, be so efficient all the time. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, it's the being efficient, being productive. And I mean, we do live in a society where, we feel like so much of our value comes from how productive we are, right? At the end of the day, you've had a good day when you feel like you, oh, I checked off. And of course, there's nothing wrong with being productive. It's great. I feel the same way. I, I, I'm i a big list writer. I think you're the same. Yeah. And I will purposely write things I've already done just so I can check it off. Yeah, yes. I feel really good about myself. So there's nothing wrong about Uh, clearly we want to be productive, but it's making, attaching our value to it. And sometimes though, it feels uncomfortable. And I think that that's like an important thing to bring up is that when slowing down has this attachment or this sense of being lazy, unproductive, not accomplishing much. And so for some of us, we may really feel triggered when we're purposely kind of slowing down because we're so used to doing things a certain way. And I would invite listeners to just, you know, question that story around it. I had someone reach out to me and they said, you know, it took me a while, but now I'm right into the groove of this, of the challenge. I'm enjoying it, but now I don't feel productive. So I'm going to need to find like a way to be productive. And I'm like, you know, I get that. And I would question that story. You're telling you, are you really not being productive? Right? I know this person, I know that they're being productive more than they think. It's just that now we're doing it differently. And so anytime we're kind of rewiring or shifting and doing things in a new way, we can be, we can feel a little unsettled because of it. So true. And I think, yeah, I think a couple things come up with that where sometimes people, they actually feel a little uneasy Right. When they're, and sometimes it's emotions they don't want to, you know, be thinking about and, and different things that can come up. And, and then I think the other thing is, um, is the guilt. It's like where we'll say like, oh, I'm going to let myself do this. Um, but then in the back of our mind, while we're doing it, we're not being mindful because we're thinking, oh, I really should be, mm-hmm. you know, I really should be working on my website, not reading this book. Right. Yeah. I know for me, I've, I, I'll do that. So it's really giving ourselves that guilt free Yes, time to to do things and and to really build those in. You said something on, I think it was an Instagram live you did about that helped me with this. Um, you were talking about how um, the whole idea of slowing down. I forget exactly how you said it, but it was about it was. You said it's better to think of it as allowing, like allowing for ease in your life. Can you say more about that? Because I thought that helped me to. Um, switch my thinking about this as well. Yeah. So if you think of allowing, the opposite of allowing is resisting. So if I think of resistance, I think of pressure, I think of this sense of, or, you know, that the external pressure to do there's, there's resistance around it in the sense that there's pressure. Allowing, I think of opening my heart 
to just allowing for life to flow, allowing for life to unfold in a way that has more ease. And I do believe that our natural way of being is one of ease. We just kind of forget and we just have all of these different layers of expectations and guilt and fear and all of those things, right? Worthiness and all of those different layers that kind of cover it up. But at our core, we are beings that are meant to experience life from a place of ease, of freedom, of peace. So it really is kind of this uh, process of coming back to that. So I like to think of it as just allowing, right? Allowing for things to, so, you know, I begin my day from a place of allowing, allowing life to unfold. And it's not that you're not intentional, you're intentional with how you show up, but there's not, again, this like pressure. There's no, there's nothing behind you pushing you to do things. You're more kind of open and present to what is there. Does that make sense? Yes. It sounds lovely. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just, what, what would be like, I, I, I can feel it. I can feel the energy of it. When you say allow, um, how in a practical way, like if someone like it sounds good and I know that I'm not doing it. So how would I, or someone listening be thinking, mm-hmm. okay, this sounds great. Cause I mean, just hearing it makes me go, oh yes, allow, allow. So is there anything practical I can do? Or is it just even just saying the words? Like when I wake up in the morning, and I love that idea of I'm just going to allow things to unfold and allow for this ease. Like, is it, is it just thinking that, um, is there anything else we can be doing to really internalize and embrace that energy. Hmm, Yeah. And it is, that's why it's a process, which always starts with awareness. So the key to all of this is to be in a place where we are aware of how we're showing up. So this is where we tend to do things more based on our programming, and I would say our nervous system. So one of the most important things that the more I learn about it, the more I recognize its importance is to prioritize the health, the regulating, the regulation of your nervous system. Because what we don't understand is that when our nervous system is compromised and we're in this fight or flight and because of how we live our lives today, many of us are in fight or flight mode constantly. That's how we spend our days, right? So if we're not stressed about one thing, we're stressed about the other, we're stressed about, you know, things happening that are not even ours, our kids, about things happening in the world, we're, we're kind of always in this state. And so we're going from this one stressor to the other, to the other, to the other. So our nervous system is compromised, and we don't even realize it. So at the core of slowing down is also an opportunity. And this is where I recognize in the summer is kind of a great time to push the reset button on our own nervous system so that we can begin to regulate it, to activate our parasympathetic nervous system, which is what brings us back into balance. So when you say, is there one thing you can do? It's a moment to moment process. So it's never like, ooh, unlike I wish it was something I could check off and say, okay, I've got it. I've officially slowed down now. This is it. (laughs) I've allowed for ease and I just can move on. It's allowing for it and then doing it again and then doing it again because life happens at every moment and we are triggered in different ways at different times. So I do believe that when we can embrace it as a process and it's not like, I have my moments, Lord, I have my moments and they still happen. But again, now because there's awareness around it, I feel myself, I feel when I'm like stressed 
and I'm in that busy state and I'm going and I, and my family feels it because I'm showing up completely different. Mm -hmm. So, but I recognize it. And then it's, it's just through these moments of awareness that you're like, okay, right now I'm feeling stressed. Either I've overcommitted to things and I know I need to make a choice and I need, I need to cut back either. I like, where's this pressure coming from? Like the other day, there was something that I wasn't, I was feeling stressed about this project that I'm working on. And then when I recognized it, I thought, okay, is this even important in this moment? Because it's affecting my nervous system right now. It's affecting how I'm showing up. And is it even important? Is there even something I can do in this moment? So, you know, example of when we were at the cottage and you got that email and you feel triggered, then it's like, okay, is there anything that I can do in this moment? You did what you had to do by putting the notification that you weren't there. And then it's like, just in that moment, a choice, a decision to take a deep breath and to let it go, knowing, okay, it's not that you're being uh, irresponsible. It's still going to be there, but it's making a choice. Now, could you be triggered at eight o'clock that night and feel like the, oh my gosh, I got that email and now I need to do it? Yes. Likely you probably did, right? And likely you had to make a choice again yes. to let it go yeah. until the next day. So I wish I could say there's this one thing, but it's an awareness that comes when you start to really pay attention to how you do things, how you're showing up, when you're triggered, and then in those moments, recognizing, okay, what can I do right now that serves me in this moment that will allow me to feel more ease in this moment? I always like to tell my clients and students, how can I choose ease in this moment? Oh, I love that. Say that again. Yeah. How can I choose ease in this moment? Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. That's a good one. And this whole idea, and I've heard you talking um, about this a lot. Maybe you've always been talking about it. I've just been noticed it. <laughs> but um, I'm slowing down. No, you've, you've been talking a lot about this, uh, about the nervous system. Um, lately, and regulating our nervous system. And I love this idea of uh, the summer being a reset. And so with what you're doing with this challenge, so I know you have, and we'll talk about it in a minute, like your meditations and your yoga. And so like, I'm thinking those must, those are, must be the physical ways that we are, can, um, what are you calling it? Deregulate our nervous system? Is that how what you call that? Or sorry, regulate, right? We're deregulated. So we want to regulate our nervous system. And so the med meditation and yoga, like are those, those would be physical ways to do that. Is that right? Yes. So those are like uh, tangible practices that you can do. So exercise in general is great, right? Exercise and it gets the feel good hormones going flushes out so much out of your system. So that's and we all know nobody's ever not felt better after a workout unless you know, something happened, but exercise is that, you know, simple way, but we need to prioritize that exercise, a walk outside being in nature. Again, we know these things, do we prioritize those things? meditation, of course, is a way to activate your parasympathetic nervous system, breath work, right? One, so, you know, just taking a few deep breaths in the morning and really just connecting with your breath and making a decision, you know, I am going to make myself a priority today. Today, I choose to honor my health. I choose to honor my heart, my spirit, you know, it's in those, it's the small things that we do consistently that compound over time. So it's not about a big splash. It's about how can I show up in small ways in whatever way you're going to do too, right? I mean, I'm an all or nothing person or a recovering all or nothing person. <laughs> I really work hard on that trait because, you know, and, and I know, I think you and I are similar in those ways where it's like you sign up for something and you go all in. And then as soon as kind of 
things happen, you're like, I'll, you know, I'll just go back to it when I can do it fully. And that's a perfectionist trait, which is not really serving, right? Because so the slowing down, it's not about having this summer where you're just like lounging and doing nothing. It's how can I incorporate practices, a mindset that gives me permission to rest, gives me permission to honor myself in moments when maybe otherwise I would have felt the pressure or the guilt to do things. It's like, no, I'm choosing because everything is a choice. What happens when our nervous system is dysregulated is that it doesn't feel like a choice because it's like your body feels like it's hijacked, right? By stress. And it is. Yes. This is what we learn. It's like, it doesn't feel like it actually is hijacked by those stress hormones. So it's when you start to learn about it and you start to really practice that self or that moment uh, to moment awareness, then what that gives you is the power to choose. Okay, this is happening. I can't change how I'm feeling. I can't change that I'm triggered. However, what I can do is choose how I'm going to show up now that I'm triggered, right? So I'm yes. feeling stressed. I'm feeling the 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 pressure to do this. And now it's kind of like I'm noticing it. And now from here, how am I going to show up? You're still going to do it, but can you do it in a way that feels more serving? There was one day I was writing, I was writing and um, I just wasn't feeling it. I was feeling kind of the pressure, like, oh my gosh, I have to write this. And, and, and I had a time deadline and it was, it didn't feel good. And I'm like, well, that still needs to happen because the deadline's not going away, but how can I do this in a way that feels good? And so I just left and I went for a walk down by the lake. I didn't even bring my laptop. I just sat. And as I sat and I just started to slow down and I started to connect with my breath, all of a sudden I felt inspired. And I remember just pulling my phone and kind of doing, writing some rough ideas. And so the 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 best way to honor myself was to remove myself from the situation and actually honor what I needed at that time. And then it came. So it's not that we're not doing things. We're just doing them in a way that is more in line or aligned with ourselves. Mm -hmm. That so resonates with me. And, I, and I've caught myself a couple times in the summer doing that, where it's that, that heaviness that I should, I should. And it's like, okay, I should get back at my desk and work on that thing. And then I've caught myself a couple times where I'm like, wait a second, you know, it is summer. Um, yes, I still need to do that thing, but how can I make this more, you know, joyful? Cause that's, you know, infusing more joy or more, you know, in a slower or, or a way that's allowing more ease. And it's like, oh, I'm going to sit out on my back deck. Um, you know, I'm going to sit out there and enjoy or and enjoy the sunshine and enjoy the fresh air. And, and, you know, I can still be doing the thing and then it's, but it's, it's shifting how I'm thinking about it too, even to say, just like you did with, where it's just, oh, how can I, how can I look at this in a lighter, more, more joyful way? Or, or, you know, how can I make this fun? So maybe mm -hmm. I can make it fun by, you know, going out and sitting on my back deck and, uh, and then also not feeling like, oh, I'm stuck in my office, you know, working instead of enjoying this beautiful weather, mm -hmm. there's, there's different ways to go about it. So, um, I love that you went down to the lake and I think you're so right. Sometimes we can just be, when we are feeling that heaviness, it doesn't really serve us and we don't really get anywhere when we have all those. No, and we're just, we've just gotten used to it. So yeah. it, it takes time to shift away from that mindset and to just embrace a different mindset that, you know, again, we most of us grew up where it's like, you've got to work hard. And the harder you work, the more productive you are. And now we're all realizing, no, actually, it's not the harder you work, it's the more efficient you work, right? So it's not, you can be you know, remove yourself from a state where you're not, you're not in a good place. And then all of a sudden, what you need to do happens in half an hour instead of two hours of just 
forcing yourself to do something when the inspiration isn't there, where you're feeling agitated, triggered for some reason. So it it's it's really interesting to kind of take away those beliefs that or the programming that we've all um, that we're all used to. And this applies not just for a summer slowdown. This all oh. of this applies for our whole life. So maybe this is a good time to practice some of yeah. these things. And so with your summer slowdown challenge, um, I know you. So you have something special going on with your yoga and your meditation. I've signed up for it, and um, and I know there's still time for people to sign up. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us about it? Because I think it's such an amazing opportunity for people. Yes. Well, so we or I started my um, virtual wellness uh, company, I guess, like three and a half years ago. So I have quite a library of recordings from yoga classes, more kind of um, intense classes to more stretch classes, and then lots of meditation master classes, which are more kind of lessons around awareness, around your nervous system, around energy and chakras and, and all sorts of, um, you know, your, your mental health. And there's so many different topics, lots of guided meditations that are all part of the my membership library. Um, so what I've done for this summer slowdown is I'm giving access to the entire library for the summer. And then every week, I'm kind of giving a prompt or just something to think about that week. So last week has been about really kind of setting boundaries around our technology, because it's something we didn't talk about, but that you know, our access to our phones and um, just technology in general is, I think, kind of pulling us away from the ability to just slow down, right? In those moments where we would just take a few breaths, we're kind of always thinking or we're always on our phone distracting ourselves. So every week there's little prompts. Um, and then I have some suggestions for classes to take that week. But, you know, you, people have access to, there's over 350 classes that they can take. But yeah, I, I'm guiding, giving some suggestions so people don't feel uh, overwhelmed either. So they can, That's and so I'm good. doing that until um, just before or right after or Labor Day, I guess, Labor Day weekend. So people yes. can still sign up. Which is great. And and this episode is, uh, so it'll be the first week of August. So people still have then the whole rest yeah. of the summer up until Labor Day. Um, and Renee's this live, I actually can't believe you're offering this because this library, like so many amazing um, meditations and, and yoga. So whatever kind of yoga, how much time people have, they could just go and do it. And then not to get into the all or nothing where I said to myself, I'm going to do yoga every single day for the whole summer. <laughs> So it's not done. Maybe it'll be for August. Maybe for August. Um, but it doesn't have to be the all or nothing, right? It can be so these suggestions. And you're offering it for an amazing steal. Um, I don't know if you want to yes, share that yeah, here in the show notes. The entire library for $44 during the summer. Yeah. So that so. is an amazing deal. Um, for those of you that would like to um, regulate your nervous system mm -hmm. and slow down, these are, um, this is a great way to, these are those practices that, that you're talking about, right, Renee, that are going to help us yeah. to, I'm loving this idea of regulating my nervous system. So if I do more of the yoga and the meditation and allowing and choosing my mindset in the moment, those are going to be the things that are going to help me, right? Yes. And okay. focus on the wins, right? So the at wins. the end of the day, don't focus on the things that like, okay, I, I, I had to do all these things, but you know, what moments were you able and what moments were you able to prioritize yourself and do something that feels good? Because again, I do believe it's in the small moments that we embrace that mindset. 100%. And oh, you know, I so needed to hear all this right now. And it's funny how we know it. And I teach some of this stuff too, right? As you know, but with mm -hmm. the vitality piece, but it's, we forget, right? It's so easy to like, and I know you, 
for you, you live it, but even you said, you know, there's times when you feel like you get into that should mindset or, or the all or nothing mindset. So it is this practice of needing to, of remembering. So, so this is really, and, and I think there's times in my life when I'm more, you know, focused on this at times that I'm, I'm not, and I get into all the, the, um, I hate even the word saying busyness, but getting into all of the, you know, going from one thing to the next. So I think this is just a, such a wonderful I do reminder. A, a little tip is removing the word busy from your vocabulary. Yeah. When someone says, how are you doing? Oh, good. Like, it's amazing how we always just go to busy. Like we say it. And I mean, legitimately, we can be busy, but it's just a part again of our way in which we are and just society in general. So it's interesting when we just simply remove that word and it forces you to be like, no, I'm not like I'm, I'm doing this. I'm, I have an active life. (laughs) I'm prioritizing my wellness. When someone says, what are you doing? How are you doing? Great. I'm prioritizing my nervous system. Mm, Really? (laughs) That's what I'm going to do. I love it. Conversation. (laughs) It's so good. And what I love about it too, is it's like, um, oh, and I'm so big about the words we use too, like, and, and busy and, and not saying that, but also even thinking like, Instead of saying the summer's half over, right? I think I started yeah. saying that. It's like we have half of the summer left, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yes, we yes. still have all of this beautiful time ahead of us to yes. continue to slow down or start slowing down if we haven't already. So we have this beautiful expanse of uh, almost five weeks ahead of us. So I'm that I want to embrace that and celebrate that. Yes, we want to embrace it. Although you and I are really looking forward to the fall. Yes. <laughs> As well. But Not we're that going we're wishing- to fully embrace the summer before we get. <laughs> yes. And and the reason we're another good segue, the reason we're looking forward to the fall is you've been hearing me talk about how Renee and I are co-hosting an overnight retreat called the Align and Design Soul Retreat. And uh, we love doing these these things together. And so it's October 25th to the 27th. We, uh, we've booked three, uh, three beautiful days. Um, and so as you can um, tell by this conversation, Renee is so good at all of the, you know, those practices for you know, really taking time to align with your spirit and your soul and get in your body and, and have that calm and that ease and serenity. Like she's so good at that, which is why I so need her in my life. And then I bring the positive psychology side and, and, you know, how do you design like the next steps in your life and what you want to do. And so um, we're just, so um, we can't wait to bring a group of women together to spend three days to slow down. Absolutely. And yeah. do you want to say some more about it, Renee? Tell people. No, I'm just, I mean, you and I have been talking about doing an overnight retreat for a while because we've been doing some day retreats. So this, I feel like it's, you know, we're birthing something that's been, (laughs) we've been talking about for a long time. So I'm just so excited. And I, you know, as you know, love working with you. But I do feel that for women, like for me, one of the most powerful things I can do sometimes is just give myself a little break and leave. Like I find, I don't know about you, but part of where I feel the slowing down can be challenging at home is that we're in our environment. So I'm here trying to like, you know, be rest or do those things. But in the back of my mind, it's like, oh my gosh, I need to do this and organize that. And so it's really, it can be a little bit more challenging when we're at home. So we can have beautiful moments, beautiful experiences where we leave, we go to a class or something, but then we come back and we're in our environment. So there's something so powerful about actually leaving Mm -hmm. and being somewhere for a few days where you can feel like you're actually disconnecting from all of the responsibilities in your life and give yourself those moments to just truly reconnect and regroup on, again, what's important to me? What are my priorities? And I find oftentimes as women, we kind of lose ourselves 
in being, you know, all the different roles that we play, right? Being moms, maybe, or being um, business owners or sisters and moms. And I know, gosh, I have so many friends now that are looking after parents and there's so many responsibilities that we have. So I find when we can really fully take a break and give ourselves that time to come back to ourselves, there's just always something magical and powerful. And then when you can do it with a group of women, and I know actually we've been overwhelmed. There's been a a great, um, we've got a great group of women. It's just coming together in a way that uh, there's something also powerful when you connect with other women in that spirit. Yes. Yes. And uh, Renee and I love doing this together. We love and people love um, the comments we get from people is that Renee is so good with the yoga and meditation and the the spirit and soul coaching and helping people really go inward and, um, and that people, you know, when you're thinking about flourishing in your life and designing a flourishing life, um, coming at it, getting grounded and centered. And as you're saying, Renee, like disconnected, like from your day to day and taking that time and space. So Renee helps you kind of get in your body and, and really get connected and aligned with yourself. And then I help you with the designing your flourishing life and your best self and how you want to show up in the world. And we both do we both do that. And, um, but what, what are, what people tell us is, is, is it's that combination of really getting, um, really getting grounded and centered and, and doing all the, the practices that do that. And then going into that place of, of designing their flourishing life. And, and again, whatever that is for people, what next steps they have in their life. So the, that really is, um, why we love working together and what people, uh, the feedback we get, why people get so much out of the retreats we've done in the past. So, um, and we just love seeing the transformation. We love seeing people come and, and all sorts of amazing things, um, show up and have come out of the retreats we've done in the past. So that's why we get excited and why we're excited for the fall to come. So if people are interested, um, if you're interested in Renee's summer slowdown challenge, um, Renee, do you, what's, is there a link they can go to? We'll so put it in the show notes. My website, but, yeah. Okay. ReneeWalkerWellness.com. Okay. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at Renee Walker Wellness. I do. I'm pretty active there and you'll see all of the information on the summer slowdown at challenge and for the retreat as well. Although we'll be adding a link to the retreat yeah, in the, in the show, show notes. notes. Yeah. And so uh our early bird is available just until the uh uh end of August. So end of August, beginning of September. And so uh if you're interested, which we I hope you are, um, check out the show notes and uh click on the link and you can you can sign up for that in uh, at the beautiful Mount Alverno Resort. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited know, to go to that place it's too. A great spot. <laughs> yeah, it's such a great spot. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, so uh, as you can tell, Renee and I, um, we enjoy talking about all of these things and we hope that you are able to slow down this summer. And Renee, thank you so much for coming on. And once again, sharing your expertise. And I think it's extra special that you were, uh, when I launched the podcast, you were one of the episodes that, uh, that I launched with, and then here we are at already at episode number 40. So I think that's a pretty special milestone to have you back for. So thank you so much for being here on the show today. Thank you, Brenda. I'm just always, always a pleasure, always a joy and congratulations to you on everything. So keep watching, keep flourishing with you. I love flourishing with you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for listening to the She Flourishes podcast. I hope this episode has inspired you to keep on creating the flourishing life you deserve. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend who would benefit from it. And remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you're listening. To learn more about how you can live a flourishing life, head over to brendajasmine.com or follow me on Instagram at underscore brendajasmine. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. In the meantime, keep on sharing your gifts with the world. See you soon.